Welcome to Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for taking time out of your day to become a better leader. Uh, If you're new to the uh, podcast, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We'd love for you to subscribe on whatever podcast platform that you're listening from today so you get those automatically downloaded every Wednesday morning as the new ones come out. And also share this with a friend on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that few extra minutes will help us get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, today you will be discussing a new topic as we have a standalone today. And uh, the exciting part about this is it's episode 131. 131. And you've titled it A Better Guide to Goal Setting. So today... We've done goal settings before, and this is a better guide. Yeah, but this is different, whole different type of goal this setting. This exciting. So I, what I want to do today... Sorry. You're good. We've got a new one right now. <laughs> uh, is uh, I want to switch the most common acronym that people use, the guide that they use for goal setting, from SMART goals to SUM goals. Is some goals? Yeah, some goals. S-O-M-E goals. And so let's talk through <laughs> these two pieces. Hopefully this is like, this is one of those episodes. It's not deep. This is not super theological. This is just a practical thing you can use that I think is really helpful. So um, SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T as an acronym, is kind of just like a standard people. It is what they typically think of when they think of goal setting. And the SMART stands for this, that it needs to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So specific, you know exactly what you're seeking to achieve. Measurable, you have some label, something that you can do that says, hey, this is when we've hit the target. Achievable, meaning it's actually, you can achieve it. It's realistic on that piece that, hey, we can actually go through it, and then it's time-bound. So SMART goals is the typical acronym that's used. And there's a lot of benefits to that. Um, It makes goals really clear. It gathers all the key pieces. Uh, The time bound is one of the most important ones. That it's not just um, by some point we will do this. But there's like a a date, a stamp, a mark that you know. And it gives the sense that you know exactly when you've hit that goal. But it leads me to this, like, there's some other problems with this that I've just found that it's like, it's... um, it, not inefficient, but it's not equipped to handle some pieces that I want in goal setting. Uh, one of those is it's just not exciting. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go, uh, let's make sure it's a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Woo! <laughs> Come on! Like, it, it's got the pieces that's helpful in goal setting, but... Um, it's, it's just not exciting. And then the other side of this is you can have all the pieces in place but still miss the point of what you're actually wanting to do. And the tendency is is that without a proper culture uh, that pushes people, without a proper culture that helps them to stretch and to imagine more than what they're currently doing and a greater impact than they currently have, then SMART goals become simply a way of just kind of, I don't know, kicking the ball back and forth laterally. Like it doesn't it doesn't actually move anything down the field. It doesn't actually make the progress that you're seeking to make. And so what we discussed a long time ago was going through how can we create a new acronym that is helpful, that puts the values of the culture that we want within the goal setting framework 
framework itself. So um, when I think of what I want out of goal setting, I want to be clear, we're big on goal setting. Yes. Like, um, frequently, that's how we think naturally. We want to achieve, and many of these things are part of the SMART goal acronym. We want to achieve this by this time. This is how we're going to measure it. This is how we're going to go through it. Yep. But it is a way of pushing us forward. It is a way of moving us beyond current capacity because when you have that goal in place, you all of a sudden realize I can do more than I'm currently doing that I never would have been able to do had I not put that goal in place. And so I want those pieces of the cultural value of goal setting, of what they can harness in terms of human potential to be a part of the goal setting framework itself. And so instead of using SMART goals, we use SOME goals. <laughs> S-O-M-E is the acronym that we use. And I just want to walk through that with you uh, today. And hopefully, if this is helpful, it's something easy that you could adopt. Now, SOME goals, here's the acronym. They, they are stretch, outcome-based, measurable, and exciting. So let's walk through those pieces. First one, stretch. I want this goal to be ambitious. I want this goal that you're setting to be to be a little bit difficult. I would much rather you barely fall short of an extremely difficult goal than you nail an easy goal. And I, I just think that's where sometimes it gets lost is um, my dad uh, worked for GE and when they made the shift from Jack Welch to Jeff Immel, one of the big things that happened with the CEO change is we're going to hit every goal. That became the, we're gonna, every goal that we set, we're going to hit. Well, what happened to the goals? <laughs> they went from big lofty goals up here to all the way down here. Yeah. And they hit the goals, but they weren't ahead. No. And like that, that is like really important to be aware of to go, the goal is not to hit the goal. The goal is to move forward, which I know sound, may sound crazy, but like we, we set the goal as a way of driving forward progress, not so that we can just go, did that, did that, did that. And so I want stretch goals. I want things that push me. I want things that push you, that make you imagine beyond your current capacity. And so that's the S. S is stretch goals. Stretch. Stretch. I like it. The O is outcome-based. Like. Outcome-based. And this is where I think goal setting today gets so far off. I don't know, want to know what you're going to do. <laughs> I want to know what it's going to do. If, if you do the thing that you said you're going to do, but it doesn't create the outcome that you desired, then what you did was worthless. This is the thing when people are like new to goal setting, or, or I would say if they're experienced at goal setting, but they just have terrible habits, Yeah, that is so far off or is the hardest to ingrain. It's, yep. So it's like, um, say like this, uh, church ministry-wise, we are going to hold a training with our key leaders. What do you want to come out of that? Yep. I don't know. What's the purpose of the training if you don't know what's going to come out of it? Yep. Tell me what's going to come out of it, and then you'll know whether what you're doing is actually working or not. And if we don't define goals in terms of outcome-based, what we'll find ourselves doing is we're doing activities task that don't lists. really make an impact. Yep. <laughs> Just taskless. Yeah. Did that, did that, did that. Well, what did it do because if it didn't do what it was meant to do you need to adapt your approach in the moment and try something different yeah. if this is like if there's one piece of this that's really important it it's really the outcome based tell me how the future is going to be different so like when you're thinking through goal settings is um man if i could say like my, my world a little bit like church series preaching on the weekend 
It'd be like, we are going to do a series on the work of the Holy Spirit. Did it. <laughs> Congratulations. That's not hard. We're going to raise the spiritual attentiveness of our church and the clarity on the role of the Holy Spirit in everyone's life through this series. Now, I've got some other pieces in there, but I just want you to see at the very beginning, I am thinking outcome-based. I am thinking, how is this activity, this behavior, this action going to change the future? And then I'm telling you in the same statement how I'm going to do it. So, do you want to? You, yeah, you there's stretch. just, I mean, there's hours of stuff that we could spend on that specifically. To oh, your I just point. want you to yell outcome based right now. Okay, there we go. Sorry. What are you, you, you going to yell? Yeah, outcome based. Thank you. Uh, third one is measurable. And then we can come back to outcome based. You're good. Uh, measurable. So, here's the key part of the smart girls where it comes in is you need uh, specific and you need time based. Those need to be a part of this. Okay, I also really want to know, uh, not just feel, but as much as you can tell. So like if I would say like the thing on the series, uh, we're going to change the spiritual temperature of the church, the awareness of the Holy Spirit and work in our lives through this series and monitor it by the number of stories that we hear based upon this. Yeah. So it doesn't all have to be a data point. Like it don't all have to be seven. We're gonna, it's going to be 10. But to say like, show me what not just like qualitative, but like what actual tangible thing we are looking for, not just... And it'll be better or it'll be different. So it is actually measurable. So it is time bound. It's like you've got something clear that you're looking towards. And then the last one. Measurable. Me th oh, there you go. Thank you. So we've gone through the S. Yep. Stretch. The O. Outcome based. The M. Measurable. Now we need the E. Is exciting. Yes, that's what we're about. This is the best one. It's the whole podcast right here. <laughs> so here's the like, like. I can't tell you how many times I have sat down with team members and said, show me your goals. And I've read through their goals. And I'm just <laughs> looking at me like, do you care about any of these things? Oh, no. Oh. Well, then let's get rid of them. You're a lot nicer than I am. <laughs> I go, I go, did you even read these? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't quite go to that level. But but I do want to know this. I want to go like, are you excited about this? Because if you're not excited about it, and I believe that we can choose to be excited about anything. I really do. And you may not be excited about what you're doing, but you can be excited about what it does yeah. and what comes from it. But oh, this good. this has to be within it. Like if you're setting goals that are stretch, you better care. You better be emotionally attached to it in some way. And I would, Absolutely. this is where uh, my failure, we did the episode a while ago on the coach, consultant, counselor, manager. Oh, okay. Piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably where I'm a better coach than a better manager. Is if someone Agreed. gives me their goal, <laughs> if somebody gives me like four goals and I go, you don't care about any of them, do you? No. And they all really matter to the organization. I'll say, all right, let me pick the one that matters most to all of us. You throw out the other three and come back with three things you care about. Yeah. I would I, I would just, me, and this is, again, this is maybe my failure. I would rather they do the thing that they care about deeply if I can align it with our overall desire and overall hope. Right. But I would rather, like, if they don't care about it, I know very little is going to come of that. And that has to be a part of the goal setting itself. Yes. And so we look at these two comparatively, uh, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound, and say, I, I really feel like that's, like, really inferior yeah. to we need stretch, outcome-based, measurable, and exciting. This is what we're looking for in goals. So good.
So good. The uh, the exciting piece is such a uh, undervalued part of goal setting. Yes. Uh, man, if to to most organizations, uh, depending on how you do it, some do it. Uh, by yearly, some do them just at the end of the year for the whole next year. Some do them quarterly. Mm-hmm. But everyone in corporate, well, I shouldn't say everyone, that's too much. But a lot of people, it's, it's just a, it is a tedious, no one cares, no efforts put into it, and it's the opposite of exciting. It, well, let me say it like this. Everybody functionally does goal setting, whether it's written down or paper or not. Yeah. Like everybody in their head who moves forward does goal setting. Yeah, yeah, but just in a in a an actual literal sense of yeah. actually writing them down. And and man, for years, uh, and I wasn't good at, at helping people write their goals for a long time until I figured this part out, uh, which really was. And we said it very very specifically. And it's so important that everyone gets the outcome based yeah. is really the most important. Exciting is really important too. But uh, if you the the cool thing about outcome based goals is that if you can get to the point of which you can see yourself as part of the outcome and being part of something bigger than yourself because of the outcome, then it's exciting. Yes. It's super exciting. And if you can have that going into the actual writing of the goal, because most people, like you said, and we could spend a ton of time, I remember guys writing goals, um, developers writing goals, and they would be like, all right, uh, the goal for this next season is to write this script. For this, uh, for this, uh, for my own task thing that helps me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, what's that going to actually do for anybody else? Nothing. How's, how's it going to make you better? It doesn't. It just takes some more time to do stuff. I said, yep. do you gain any time because of this? Does it multiply your time? No, it actually costs me more time. <laughs> <laughs> what is it going? Why, why are we learn, doing this? Yeah, well, I mean, you might have learned something, but this wouldn't be a a. So there's a difference between the personal goal. And, and the, the company goal, yeah. like the organization goal. Does it align everything to get us all together to go somewhere? Like, yeah. And so that was just one of those funny parts is like they have to be outcome-based. And once they are, because people know people go in thinking it's just a, a list of tasks that I'm going to do. Well, we, we get like, That's if, what If is. we could jump like way into that, we say, so what happens if your goals aren't outcome-based uh, instead of having like three, like let's say in a quarter, or a year, it'd be a little bit larger. I don't. I, I typically do quarterly goals because I can't imagine everything that's going to happen over the next year. Right. I have no idea way of imagining that. It's audacious. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's too much for me to actually picture what I need to <laughs> get done. It's just like if I if I have three clear outcome based goals for the quarter. Yep. I can pretty much know if I don't think in terms of outcome based, I hide behind twenty different task based goals. Yeah. And that's what the tendency is like, yeah. what are your goals? This is incredible. They came to me and they have 15 goals. Yeah, most of them could be done by Tuesday. Yes. Because yes. it's just a task. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. You yeah. don't actually have to change anything. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then you talked about the stretch. I think that's so important because uh, goals, and you've talked about this before, and maybe you need to elaborate, and now that we're back talking about it again, is that you shouldn't hit all your goals. Yeah. You shouldn't hit all your goals. You also should hit some of your goals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like you should not always not be stretched so far that you never make a goal because then you've set it too far that you need to have something tangible that you can't accomplish. Yep. And so talk about that when you because you I don't know if that you alluded to that part of it and you've talked about this before. Yeah. Why that's important. But let me let me give the one caveat within this is uh, who your boss is matters. Yeah. And so that's just to be clear. So to say, like, if you have a boss that is going to ream you out for not hitting every goal, then, I mean, you're smart. You're not going to set huge stretch goals. Right. 
set huge stretch goals on your own piece of paper, not on the one that you turn in. Yeah. Because you should have something that pushes you. Because at your best, your your goals should push you to a level of performance in leadership that is currently not comprehensible to you. Yeah. And so when you write it down, it drives so it's just like one of those things you go like um uh, the famous story of everybody thought it was impossible to break a four minute mile until Roger Bannister yeah. did it, and there's like like what like six more people did it that year. Yep, like, it's just crazy. Three people did it in one race later yeah. that year, because now they understood what was possible. Right. So when you write down your goals, there should be a part of you that's gone. I don't think I can do that. Yeah, I really don't know how I'm going to accomplish that. But because I wrote it down, I'm now far more likely to figure it out than I ever was before. And the goal is growth, like not not just company organization, like you, like growth. And you're never going to do that if you're not stretching yourself to the level that you can. That's good. And then uh, the measurable piece, which is so important. And yeah. we get into some of these conversations with different departments, different people <laughs> that they think it's, you know, the, 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 the saying is not everything is measurable. And then you get to the quantitative, qualitative, all that stuff, right? But we know everything is measurable, not maybe by a number, but by yes. a story. Yeah. Right? How many stories do you hear from what this action, this goal did, right? It may yeah. not be a number. I didn't increase my profit margin by 25% number, yeah. but there's more stories or more un you know, things that we can hold on to that knows yeah. that the goal... So let me give you a real easy one, if this is helpful for you. So like uh, if you lead volunteers, which if you're in church work, you do all the time. Uh, uh, I remember one of our team, they put as their goal that they would more fully empower their team leads to live out their work. Let's say, okay, how are you measuring that? You can't. No, you can. Yeah. What's your biggest problem with, with those who are under those team leads? Late cancellations by dramatically reducing the number of cancellation calls that go to you. Yes. Because they now go to your team leads. Yeah. And so set a number as to what you have typically now and then say, I want 50% of that. Yeah. And if you do that, you now have a quantifiable way of measuring empowerment. Right. Which we can't measure it. You can't. There's always a way. Yeah. There's always something always. that can be measured. And then the last one, and we're done here for this episode, is it has to be exciting. Has I can't to. stress this anymore. You had that too. There is nothing better than working with someone, a leader or a team that's excited about writing down goals that you both are excited together about. Whatever your team is doing together, whoever yeah. you're leading forward, that is got to be the gotta happen yeah we just say it like this if you have three goals you better be excited about one of them yeah i want you to be excited about all three but you better be excited about one of them that's it man uh wrap it up for us a better guide to goal setting that's it switch some. your acronym not smart some some stretch outcome based measurable and exciting that's fun thank you guys for joining us today and being with us if you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed it would mean the world to us if you did that now also post about it rate and review you won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you who are excited Woo! to be here we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business if you have a story please visit leadinghope.online and send that to us we would love to hear from you and remember everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count <laughs>